Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hey friends, welcome back to another podcast episode. I am really excited about the topic that I have picked out to record for you guys today because it is something that I think is, well, I enjoy doing. I enjoy creating a sense of community. I enjoy um, and have had success with this concept. And I wanted to share a little bit about how you can have that, you know, connection and the community, which will eventually lead to a conversion. So um, that's why I have the title as connection plus community equals conversion, because I just 100% believe that people have to feel connected to either the mission, to either you as the brand, to the actual brand, you know, the corp from the corporate standpoint, or just connected to your mission, right? And then once they have that, they're almost kind of the ultimate goal is to bring people into this, you know, I want to, I would say community, right? So it could be like a Facebook community or like a following or just almost this like fellowship um, of things in common, like interests and goals. And so really when you're looking at the network marketing industry as a whole, there's really kind of two job descriptions. You know, you have the job description of you're trying to sell products, right? So you have like the consumer standpoint where you're wanting someone to purchase products from you and use your products and continually do business with you in that manner, right? And then you have the other stand, like the other bucket or standpoint, like where you're really trying to sell the business, right? You're trying to bring people into your community and on your team and, you know, to enroll as like advocates or consultants or ambassadors, whatever you call it. And so I want to challenge you today, everything that I'm sharing, I feel like you can actually apply to both of these buckets. You just might do it, uh, deliver the um, approach a little differently, but it's kind of the exact same process, right? Um, You want to feel people to feel like they have a connection with you and trust you. So then they're going to be involved in your community. So this, again, could be a Facebook group or whatever. And then eventually they'll convert. So they'll convert to become a customer or convert to become a team member. 
So let's kind of unpack this and how I would encourage you to um, set up some kind of system for each. So when you are looking to make connections, when I think about the word connection, I don't necessarily think about like sending a ton of messages, you know, I don't necessarily think about um, even just making sure I have this deep, meaningful relationship either. Like, I don't think it's that. I feel like it's more of like, oh, we have something in common, you know? Oh, like, let me cheer you on when you work towards this thing. Or, um, oh, let me, you know, basically you have something in common where, or you kind of like have this understanding of that person. And so some examples you might think of is, for example, if someone is a stay-at-home mom and they're trying to make some extra income, a connection that they might make is, okay, they're talking to the stay-at-home mom who wants to make extra income or like someone who wants to stay home but needs income. So you can speak to that person online. And when someone sees your content, they're going to think like, oh man, I I can connect with this person. Like I relate to this person. I understand this person. I know what they're talking about. I know where they're coming from, right? They can relate. So they feel a sense of connection. And so as you are, you know, working on this connection piece, what I would encourage you to do is have some kind of community or place to funnel people. And so let's just say, again, we're just going to continue down this road of um, this, this girl, we'll name her Sarah, is working her business and she is, you know, looking to build a team. And so she has essentially marketed herself as a stay-at-home mom, making some side money, you know, some income, like a little side hustle. I shouldn't say little, right? Making income through a side hustle or a network marketing company. And then she is talking about it online. She's sharing about her experience, how she works her business, um, and, you know, maybe even talking about the perks of what she does, as well as sharing other aspects of her life so people can feel connected to her. So let's just say one day Sarah makes a post and someone has commented on it or liked it, or she's noticing like, okay, this person is watching my stories and has been for like every single day. So then they kind of like form a connection with this person. They, they might message them through stories and say like, Hey, I have noticed that you are watching all of my content when I talk about my business and you know what? I think you would really love what I do. Can I invite you to my free community where I share about the business? And, um, you know, it's just like a fun group. Like we just do giveaways. We do, you know, we educate, we share when there's incentives and, or new products launching. And I think, you know, I just think it might be fun to take a peek behind the scenes of what I do. And maybe we could have a little chat on zoom about it. Okay, so that approach is very different because number one, she's paying attention to the people who feel connected to her content, who are showing up consistently, and then she's funneling them into a Facebook group. So this could be a group where you maybe have like what's called an ATM group where your team is kind of all collaborating together and maybe every month you do like a couple of opportunity events and then every month you do um 
you know, some kind of educational thing or a challenge. And of course, you know, maybe sprinkling some inspiration and encouragement, some live videos throughout the month, right? So this Facebook group can be your own, or it could be one that you are collaborating with like your team or other leaders, okay? And so you're going to write her down on a tracker, this lady that you've invited. And then maybe like 24 hours later, you're going to, you're going to, and, and maybe tag her too, like add her to the group. Once you've realized she's joined, tag her in a video. If you have some informational video that you want her to watch. And then maybe the next morning you're going to message her and say, you know, I was thinking about you yesterday and I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the video that I tagged you in in our Facebook group, but I would love to do this with you. And I am on a mission to blah, 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 right? You're going to kind of share through a voice clip. And that to me is when the conversion will happen because you've had a connection, right? You've funneled her into a community where she can be surrounded by like-minded people. And then you can invite Right. And once you've invited, I mean, yes, there's still going to be people that say no, and maybe just now's not the time or whatever. But essentially, you've walked them through this process, which is very different than if you had immediately said, Hey, um, you know, I know you're a stay at home mom, and I would love to do this business with you. Um, what do you say? Let's, let's get you signed up. You know, let's, let's get you started. And here's my website link or, or the message that's like, Hey girl, I saw that you were watching my stories. Here's my link to order. <laughs> like, you know, if you're interested, I mean, when that, when I get messages like that, I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not interested. Right. And so that's kind of one process. The other process I would say is pretty much the exact same thing with when you're trying to, you know, share information on the products. You may have a community that you funnel them into or invite them to something, right? That creates, you know, you've had this connection, then you invite them to a community or some kind of like event or a conversation offline so that they do feel like they can align with your interest as well as like the company or products or whatever it is that you're pitching so that you can come to the conversion. So I want to take this a step further. All right. So now let's just say for those of you that are, you know, you are like, okay, I am already a leader, you know, or I am an aspiring leader and I have some people on my team and I'm trying to figure out how this applies to me in the leadership space. And so I want to share with you kind of my experience building a, an $8 million team in direct sales and some of the things that I put in place so that the people on my team felt a connection. They felt a part, like they were part of the community. And in return, because I was nurturing my community, right, and helping people feel connected to the mission of what I was like pitching in a sense, and building and working towards, then I was able to see the results and the fruit of my labor, labor, which gave me a conversion, right? And so a lot of people look at direct sales and they're like, well, I don't want to put all this work in because I'm not going to get paid, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. With like a nine to five job, you know that if you show up, you get paid. And because we have a volunteer sales force, we have to commit and say, I'm going to show up before I know the amount of my compensation. 
I'm going to commit to showing up long before I will get paid like a CEO, because I know that if I show up like one, eventually my paycheck will reflect it, right? But I can't show up and treat this like a hobby and just kind of every now and then, right? So even when it comes to leading our teams, we have to look at our team like we, once we have, you know, brought someone through the funnel. So let's just say Sarah gets this girl through the funnel. Okay. She decides to join the team. All right. And now Sarah is placing her new team member into a different funnel. And so again, just like, you know, the sales funnel, it's like wide at the top. When we are bringing a lot of people onto our team, which is the, the goal, right? Like we want to be recruiting a lot of people. Now we want to be recruiting the right people and quality people. But even within that, life is going to happen. Seasons are going to change. People are going to feel like one minute they're all in, the next minute they're chasing after something else. And maybe for a good reason. Maybe they're only here for a season with you, right? And we just want to give everybody an equal opportunity. So because of that, there are some things that I consistently did to nurture, you know, the connection, make people basically feel a connection to our community. Okay. So when someone would come onto the team, right, we're funneling them in. I want them to feel a sense of connection an understanding of our mission, an understanding of what is possible. And so they would immediately, as soon as they came into the community, we had a um, video that I had recorded of myself, introducing myself, welcoming them to the team. And I shared basically like five or six tips on really how to launch their business, have success right away, and what they could kind of expect you know, based on like what kind of support they would have from me as the leader, as well as our organization. And so once they had that, it did not matter, right, where they were. If they were first, if they were a personal recruit, if they were first gen, third gen, wherever they were, most of the people on our team would tag, you know, in the comments, a person or send them the link to the video. And they would also tag them in a document where it would say, you know, kind of just like almost like an FAQ. It was a letter from me, but it had like links to certain things, right? So kind of setting this tone and the standard and this expectation. And so at this point, when based on where someone was in my organization, we would essentially, right, they're plugged into the Facebook community. I had a couple of things that I started to do and leverage because I could see the power in automation and see the power and delegating and just in general, right? So I had, when someone signed up, I would add them to my project broadcast campaign. Um, if it was a personal recruit of mine, or if it was, if they promoted to a leadership position, they were added. Okay. And I basically taught, cause you see, I had like 85 directors <laughs> in my um, organization at one point in time, or maybe it was 88. I know it was like 80 something. And so that's a lot of people to, to support with their teams, right? We had like 1,500 people on our team uh, around the time I resigned. And so what, you know, kind of happened was I trained my leaders to do this exact same thing. So when someone came into our community, I used Project Broadcast to do some onboarding. So they would get a text message that was very automated. So they felt this layer of support without me having to do all these extra things, okay? And then I would continue to, you know, check on them individually, just, you know, my own self, rather on Facebook or whatever. 
And then once they had kind of reached a certain point in their business, um, based on their commitment level, based on what I was noticing, based on what they were telling me and their actions and numbers, you know, and the reflection that I could see, right, the writing on the wall, that determined on how I continued my relationship with them in, in regards to how I worked with them. And so, you know, I wanted everyone to feel a sense of like commitment to the community and feel like a sense of belonging. And so I would recognize things that I wanted repeated, right? So I would do like, you know, whoever was um, top sales, top recruiter, I would do, um, you know, um, thing, we would recognize things like who had asked people about the business, we would recognize um, people for being active, we we would uh, recognize just, just tons of recognition, like tons and tons. And I probably should do a podcast episode all on recognition, <laughs> to be honest, because there is so much to cover. But one thing I did that was to me worth its weight in gold was I would send out a message every Monday to my through project broadcast to my leadership team and to my personal team. And so my leadership team, it would be like, hey, you know, happy Monday. This week, your focus is blank. And I would give them kind of a focus for the week, um, like a leadership tip of the week and sharing, you know, what were some of the things that I thought would be helpful for their business. So like if it was like the beginning of the month, I would send them a tip like, hey, have you reached out to everyone on your team and asked them their goals for the month? Right. Um, and so just things that, yes, you would think people would just naturally do. Right. But some of the people who were leaders on my team, there was a lot of potential there, but they weren't necessarily um, the ones who already were doing all of these things. Right. Maybe they were working a full time job. And so they, you know, may, or maybe a new leader who was kind of just flying by the seat of their pants, right? And so I wanted to provide some form of accountability, but also like let them know that I'm still here plugging into them and supporting them even after they had promoted. I didn't want people to feel like they, like they got to a certain point and then I forgot about them and I didn't need them, quote unquote, anymore for a promotion or something like that. I never want any, I never wanted anyone to feel that way. I wanted them to feel like, you know, I was pouring into them, like they had a seat at the table, a place in our community that really I valued. I valued what they brought to the table. And so when you think about, you know, what I did through the years that eventually led to this, you know, sick multi six figure $250,000 a year income, it wasn't this one thing. It wasn't like overnight, I just woke up and one morning I had it, right? Like if you were to look at my income over the last, you know, well, I guess I should say my seven years um, in in direct sales with uh, Pampered Chef. If you look at that income, just because it's, you know, a good timeline, I feel like it, it's pretty powerful because it's like, it shows I was like 13,000 or something my first half of the year. Um, first full year, I think was like 16,000. And then it jumped to like 30 something thousand and then 50,000 and then 100,000 and then 250,000. And the reason I point that out is because it wasn't a matter of like, I mean, it was a huge drastic change. Yes. In seven years, uh, especially compared to, you know, I was a teacher by trade. There's only so much money you can make. Right. Um, but it's one of those things where every year I got better and better at something. 
And it was like, once I mastered that one thing and I added in something, I would say, okay, cool. I've got this under control. What else should I be doing? Right. And so, um, I feel like in today's world, people want to feel a connection. They want the level of, you know, customer service to be good. They have high standards for not just the quality of products, but the experience as a whole. And it's the same thing for people who are stepping into the industry and looking for income. You know, they have a standard at which they want to be supported and they feel like and desire within a company and within a team and a community and even within a leader, you know, and I think, you know, while the success of your team does not rely on you, I will say that the more that you help them reach their potential and reach that level of success they desire, the more money you will make, period, right? It's like that quote, you help enough other people get what they want, you will get what you want. And it's so true because when I took my focus off of helping others and I you know, was like going through a really stressful um, health stuff and just like mental stuff, like I was just really dealing with a lot, my income was kind of stagnant. My team got stagnant. People, you know, stopped caring that I thought, you know, it's like they kind of lost the vision because I lost, I wasn't casting it as much anymore. I wasn't as passionate about it myself, right? Because I had lost my desire and my vision because I was dealing with some other issues, right? And so I want to challenge you to, you know, kind of wrapping this back up to look at the way you are showing up as if you are trying to form connections and relationships and bring people into a community because one really solid lead can bring you so much more money than 10 or 20 leads who are just kind of coming in for the discount or to dilly dally or you're speaking to in like they only have to do x y and z instead really Pitch yourself and and your products and what you have to offer and your community in a way that like, who is the type of person that you want to funnel into your community? What kind of customer do you want? Do you want a raving fan or someone who tries it once and then they never order again, right? So based on that, what does your funnel need to look like? You know, what do you need to implement to ensure that your customers your new team members and your existing team members and existing customers feel connected. They feel like they're part of a community. They feel like they're part of a cause. And so the conversions will continue to happen when they feel that way. And it's the same thing with you and your business. I would imagine if you were to kind of look at the ecosystem with within what you were brought into and um, look at the company as a whole, like what is it, right, that makes you feel connected? What is it that gives you a sense of community? What is it that made you commit and say, yes, I am here. I am committed to my business. I am a part of this community. I am a part of this mission and I am working my business because I desire to help, you know, continue to grow this brand, to continue to grow my business. And I desire to make an impact and an income, right? And so if that is you, and you are doing all of these things, then your business is going to grow, period, right? It's going to grow because you've made the decision and you are nurturing your community, you're creating connections and the sales will happen, the team members will come, but you have to continue to do that. It's not a one and done. 
And if this, you know, I just wanted to say, if this is something that you are struggling with, we literally have a an exact five-step inviting process in Multiply 2.0 that teaches people how to connect, how to invite, how to get the actual the type of person that you want in your ecosystem, in your community to actually work their business, right? And you know, if this is something you're struggling with, we have uh, an incredible program. We would love for you to be a part of our coaching, uh, you know, community. And uh, people are jumping in right and left because, you know, the way you did your business in 2019, 2018, even in 2020, even last year, guys, it's different. It's different. Okay. More and more people are you know, yes, shopping online. Yes, they're willing to, you know, connect and build a business in network marketing or direct sales, but they're also competing. And so you have to really be intentional about how you show up, where you show up, what do you say, right? Are you making connections? Stop saying things like, oh, I'm not messaging anyone. I'm not going to do that. Well, you're, you'll be lucky if you have a business. I'll just be honest because People are not going to do a business with someone they don't feel connected to. They're just not. I mean, have I had people sign up without messaging me? Yes, of course. But those people are not the ones that are and have been, you know, have had significant success. They're just not. Because the level of commitment wasn't there versus the people that were really intentional and asking me questions and got on Zoom or on a phone call and they wanted all the information before jumping in. And it's not to say that you can't have an extreme amount of success just jumping into any business. But I think, you know, sometimes we get so eager to just have that next recruit and that next whatever when really, you know, the we could have one solid team member come on and into our community that could change the trajectory of our business. You know, that happened with me several times. Um, and so I want to challenge you. If you are looking for support this year, you are looking to just really lean into your direct sales business, your network marketing business, and you want support. You want someone to walk you through the process. You want someone to hold you accountable and to, you know, give you the tools that you need, truly need, not just want, but need in order to build a foundation for a six, seven figure business, then you need to enroll in Multiply 2.0. That is hands down the best coaching program. I wish I had it when I was developing um, my leadership team because I believe I would have been even further. I would have gone even further. I would have done even, even more. And so I want to invite you, the link is in the show notes or you can check out um, the, you can go to my Instagram, Becky.Baxter and click on the link in my bio that says multiply 2.0 um, or even follow us at script and Baxter on Instagram and you can find information there as well. But until next time, friends, I'm cheering you on. I am so just excited about this year and all of the incredible things that are going to happen. But um, don't just sit around and wait and see if success will find you. You have to go out and find it yourself. Bye guys. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend. <laughs>